special guest on today, typical Tano, as you know, on YouTube, 6.75K subscribers, up to this point, 473,980,500 views, joined last year, and this is all happening within a year. Shout out again for your anniversary, because you joined last year, February 18th. I appreciate it. So your one-year anniversary. How are you doing today, man? Thanks for taking your time out hop on with us. I appreciate it. Uh, I'm doing I'm doing good, man. Uh, it's funny because you brought up the, the view count and I had no idea what number it was. So I was I'm just I'm just going with the flow of things. But otherwise, man, I'm good. Um, I appreciate you having me. Uh, and I'm excited to, you know, go through the whole thing with you. So you got the YouTube booming, getting the views. Sure, I even saw Dex retweeted your stuff, showed it up on his Instagram, and you got the Rams. You a Rams fan, and they just they, – they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. How, how you feeling about your Rams winning, man? So, I mean, I, it, it's one of those things where – I mean, I've been a fan since – okay, so I know a lot of people are always like, oh, like, are you a new Rams fan? Are you an old Rams fan? I've been a fan since they won the Super Bowl when I was nine. All right. Oh. So you can't you can't tell a nine nine year old you can't like them because they want a super. You know what I'm saying? It's it's one of those things. So once that happened, I just stuck with them. We've had some rough patches uh, through that time frame. And then the last three, maybe four or five years, we've gotten better. Um, I still think we should have beat the Patriots a couple of years ago, but we're not going to talk about that. That's the past. Um, but no, I'm excited, man. As you already know, I, I put it all over my, my socials. I, I couldn't even tell you the amount of money I spent buying gear, like just Super Bowl gear, shirts, hats. Like I could, I could even show you. I got hats behind me. I, I got jerseys on the way. So I'm excited, man. Do you think y'all are in the best position to actually repeat? You know, a lot of teams don't get the back-to-back. It's like it's, that's a rare air. You think y'all yeah. in position? I think so. The reason why I say that is because the powerhouse is in the AFC, right? So you got teams that are, I, and I'm going to be very honest. There are teams that I think can beat us. Like the chiefs, the bills are the top two in the AFC that I think would give us trouble. I'm going to just be honest with you. But we don't have to get through them to get to the Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? We can get there 
I don't want to say easier, but situation with Aaron Rodgers, our division is good, but I still think we have their number regardless. So I think as much as it's, I mean, it's happy for me to say it, but I think it's easier for us to get back to the Super Bowl than it would be since he did to get back. You know what I mean? So I think, I think we have a very good chance. With the offseason coming up, OBJ was huge for y'all, played a big role, came in at, you know, halfway point during the season at the trade deadline. Y'all got Van Jefferson coming back too. OBJ's on injury now. Do you, as a Rams fan, if you're playing the GM, you must see, do you sign back OBJ? 100%. 100%. So reason why I say that is because Robert Woods comes back healthy. So now I know Van Jefferson was – carrying the load when you know Odell was new uh Robert Woods went down so he had he had no choice I think he's young I think Van Jefferson's young and I think he has time to to get better he's good but he has time to get better especially around those kind of players Cooper Cup Woods Odell you know they're I mean Woods and Odell have been in the league for a while Cooper Cup hasn't but he's obviously shown he's capable of doing what he's doing. I think we have to sign Odell back. Odell was something about him. That man's hands, doesn't matter where the ball gets thrown, he's catching the ball. Doesn't matter if he gets hit right away. That he He's special. And I don't care what everyone was saying when he was on the Browns. Um, everyone's saying it's Baker's, it, it's Baker's fault. It's the offensive coordinator's fault. Get that man the ball. How do you not get Odell the ball? Healthy Odell is scary. He has his injuries. I get that. Him having another ACL injury on the same leg and the same ACLs, scary. But I still I, I still think we take the chance. Yeah, I messed up. I said Van Jefferson. Robert Woods coming back from the injury. Now, the thing I think where you, you definitely have to sign him back, which is the beautiful part, and if I'm him, I'm signing back too. Yeah. Coming off that ACL injury, you have Cooper Cup there. You have Robert Woods coming back, and you got Van Jefferson. Odell don't have to be. Exactly. The 10 for one, four. He don't have to do that. He doesn't. And every part, no matter what, especially with that team, Odell still at any point can go across and get a slant and go on 90 yards. That's the beauty of it. Because you got to pay attention to Cup. You got to pay attention to Robert Woods and Van Jefferson coming. Nah. You come see, that's, see, that's what I'm saying. And even Odell, there's rumors. Obviously, it's just rumors, but he wants to resign and he's willing to take a pay cut to come back and resign. Because I think, in my personal opinion, this is the happiest he's been playing football since like his first two, three years with the Giants. So that goes a long way. And I feel like Ever since that whole commotion with the Giants, he left, went to the Browns. He's been in his head ever since. And now I feel like he's back to himself. And I feel like I feel like he would just make us that much, that much better, obviously, when a full roster's back, all healthy. Yeah, who, who's topping our receiver core? Nobody. That's what I'm saying. And it's talks Aaron Donald's coming back to, of course. You get Von Miller back there in the mix too. That's a team that really could repeat just off the strength of the defense. We already know what they are. That's yeah. a 
elite. Jalen Ramsey and them boys, they, they elite. Shoot, y'all get Weddle come off the, the couch yeah. and make production. Like, yeah. That was huge. That joker was chilling. Came and everybody was like, he not going to be able to do nothing. He actually made an impact on the team. Absolutely. We got Cam Akers, Sony Michelle, and you give all these weapons to Stafford. Barring health, they're my favorites going into the next season. Like, barring health, they have to be the favorites. That team I, is crazy. I agree. Uh, and that's just me putting my bias aside, obviously. I think we have the most complete team to repeat. And granted, like I said, injuries aside, as long as everything goes well, knock on wood, everything, you know, injuries aside, we, we stay healthy. I think we make the Super Bowl. We have a good chance of repeating. It's just like I said earlier, just got to get past the top dogs in the, in the AFC. Um, and, and like I said, I'm honest, like those two teams scare me. But when we got the players on defense that can easily wreak havoc, it can be a game changer, right? So am, do, I, do I think we can get there and get it done? I, I, I absolutely do so. I hope so. Yeah, before you transition, because you mentioned those two teams, I'm still with you with the Rams just because of defense. Like, Correct. Chiefs and the Bills ain't really known for having lock-up defenses. Correct. Like, and I don't see anybody on either of those teams that is on Aaron Donald's level of in regards. Correct. He might not have a sack of quarterback pressure for the first three and a half quarters. You're still scared is in what he did in Super Bowl. You're still scared if he does break through that triple team that y'all putting on him. Yeah. Curtains. He'll blow up the whole game and yeah. no. I don't think anybody else in the league has an Aaron Donald. No, no, no way. He, this guy's like a diamond in a rough. He's, he's not, he's not human. It's, it's, it's not human. He took his shirt off after the parade. It's like, yo, you got to get back in the gym. That joker, he built different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. 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 Was, that, that's different, bro. That's bro different. For a defensive tackle, come on, man. No one's built like that on the defensive line. They might be 300 pounds, but that man's like, if, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's like 6'1", 270, 280, but he's solid. Like when you see defense alignment, offense alignment, 280, they're like sloppy. Yeah. They're big, but they're like not just chiseled. That man's different, man. Completely different. Many people, music and sports are synonymous. We already mentioned your YouTube channel. Where did your love for music start? You mentioned the Rams, it was nine years old. When did the love for music start? So ever since I was little, um, that's when I feel like they, it went hand in hand, like you just said. Um, as you already know, like I love sports, right? I love not only talking about sports, I play sports. I've been playing sports my whole life. Um, growing up, something about music just it just did something to me. It like, it, and it's one of those things where music transitions into my sports. So it made it that much more comfortable for me to just have a love for it. Um, but it, it's, it's funny. Uh, when I was in high school, I don't know if you're familiar. You remember back in the day when uh, we used to have like LimeWire where you used to, yeah. and I, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I used to unfortunately illegally get music, right? 
Uh-huh. That was like, that was my thing. Like I had that brick of an uh, iPod and I would just have music on top of music, on top of music. And it, it, it got to the point, it got to the point where everyone's like, yo, Tanner, uh, can you take my iPod and just like put music into it? I'm like, yeah, bro, let me get you, let me get your iPod. I'll give it to you next, like in two days. And it was just like, from there, it was just like, music was just my thing. That's crazy. You brought back the line. Everybody. That's what I'm saying. The real ones, the day. real ones know about LimeWire. Yeah. Like iPods, where you used to be able to put like 10,000 songs on it. Oh, yeah. We was on LimeWire every that, night. Wait. Getting viruses, everything. <laughs> yeah. Getting corrupt <laughs> files, not even the song. It's like, yo, it, it was good times. You have to go through it, listen to it. Oh, no, that's not it. Delete that's not it. it. Find it. Yeah, gotta look for it again. Change the name up a little bit. Exactly, every single time. Yo, yeah. so nine years old, Super Bowl, Rams. What were some of the first artists that you listened to that gave you that feeling of like, yo, I, I love this music thing? So my all-time favorite artist is 50 Cent. Not a lot of people know that um, because obviously 50's, 50's not in the music game anymore, but he's making money elsewhere, right? Um Get Rich or Die Trying, probably the greatest album of all time, right? Um, ever, I don't know. Once, once I heard of Fifty Cent, I heard of. The, I actually listened to the Get Rich or Die album, and I was at. I was young, so I had to like tell my mom, like, "Yo, let's go to the CD spot. I want to buy a CD." And I'm I'm under eighteen, right? So my mom's over here like. Oh, it says parental advisory. And I'm like, don't worry about it. <laughs> right. Right. Don't worry about it. Just buy me the CD and we'll go from there. I promise. I'm a good person. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna listen to this and change my ways. Right. And obviously, as a parent, they they think like that. But I don't like ever since then, he's just been my favorite artist. And even before that, just music as a whole, it just like it changes my mood, right? And music, that's what music is great for. If you're upset you have a genre you can listen to if you're you need to be hyped up you have a genre you can listen to so no matter what feelings you have you have something to listen to to either get you through it or get you to where you need to be so i feel like ever since then once i learned that at a young age i I just been stuck yo music is definitely powerful in that in that aspect that's like it's really one of the most like powerful forms of entertainment. And it's it's too funny that that was your artist because shout out to my homie, Ayana. So I was in private school my whole life. Parents only let me listen to the classics, the, you know, the Luther, the Stevie yeah. and gospel music. That was it, that was it. I ain't know nothing about no 50 cent. The only rap I heard was like Run DMC. So I know the old school rappers, cool. Ayana. Evans put me on get Richard die trying my parents wasn't buying it so I, she let me borrow the album and I snuck at home yeah. listened to it on a little walkman in my bed I'm like oh this time yeah this is time. my first first introduction to like rap music and it was 50 I was like yo I'm again late on rap music even when he was competing with Kanye I'm like nah he gonna blow out Kanye he gonna outsell Kanye it didn't work out that way but I was 50 cent, A1, day one. You couldn't tell me nothing. 
still to this day, that's one of my favorite artists ever was 50 Cent. That was my first one. 50 was the guy, bro. 50 was that. I feel like if you're just getting into music at that point and you hear that album, it's like if you if you're not sitting there being like this album's crazy and then obviously when you're young like you don't understand music quite like you do now right so you appreciate it that much more now but back then when you were listening to it you loved it for the music side of it right like the hype and the and and the, the grittiness of that album and it's like when you hear that and it hits you to like the core and that's what's crazy about music when it like hits you a certain way you're like Oh, I, I, I think he's my favorite artist. Like this is my first time hearing this entire album. I, but this is this is that guy. Facts and like you said, going back and listening to it, even more appreciated. The, the yeah, art, absolutely. Especially back then, the lyrics we ain't understand it to the fullest no way. degree as we understand now. The little senses yeah. and the little shot. Nah, we ain't understand it back then. Yeah, nothing. Now, crazy. Yeah. What are some of your other genres that you really enjoy listening to? Like, you, of course, do hip-hop videos, but I even seen you was doing a couple songs that had Spanish in it, and I didn't even yeah. know you were Spanish. So, like, yeah. what are some other, other genres that you really rock with? So, as I've been just telling you, music is music to me, right? So, I don't, when I tell you I don't understand Spanish, bro, like, I there's something so when it comes to music you don't have to understand what's being said if you can feel the music that's all you really need at the end of the day yeah we we listen to these american artists and we understand what they're saying and then that way we can put lyrics to beats right and then that feeling but if you it, it's weird because like if you listen to another language for example in it in this instance Spanish music. Spanish music, I in my opinion, they're very like they go off of feeling. Like their music is off of feeling. And then they have like lyrics involved, right? And and that's and and that's my opinion, right? So that's why I feel like I enjoy Spanish music because I can vibe to it. I can enjoy it regardless if I don't know what they're saying. And I don't know if you've seen, like, on some of my reactions, I have to put the closed captions because I don't know what they're saying, right? So, but that helps me not only, one, learn, but two, being able to put the lyrics to the music to be able to feel more of what they're actually trying to, to speak about. So it doesn't, doesn't matter what language it is. If I rock with it, I rock with it. Yeah, they definitely, when you listen to Spanish music, they're very passionate. And that's Correct. where I love it in the regards of the sound is always there. The music, Correct. the instrument. Yeah. Every now and then, I go read the lyrics. Like, oh, that's what my man was saying? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. I see what you're yeah. doing there. Okay. Yeah. Same. You have no idea. Exactly. Same for me with uh, Compa. When I listen to some Compas, Oh my gosh, I don't know what they saying, but when they hit that, <laughs> doop, 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 I said, oh, they, they it's all a feeling, man. It's all a feeling. What are some of your, because you're, you're a creator, you're a content creator, you create content, 
Um, what are some of your inspirations when it comes to the content creation space? And what is some of your inspirations, twofold question, what is some of your inspiration when it comes to your delivery? Because you don't deliver it and it's just like, you're just, oh yeah, this song is good. I like this song, it was great. No, you actually bring some entertainment aspects to it. You bring comedy to it. So what on that aspect, your aspirations for the content creation and what were some of your inspirations in regards to how you deliver the content? So for, so for me personally, like I feel like I'm a very personable person, right? I enjoy talking. Uh, I enjoy conversation. Um, debates, eh, I try not to get into too many debates because like you have a different opinion than I do. I don't want you to feel any way towards me because I think differently. You know what I mean? So debates aside, as far as me just being able to express myself, um, tell you what I do like, what I don't like, how I feel about certain things. I feel like that just it, one day it, it's crazy because you obviously, as a person, you always have to be in your sports, sports minded. You understand you always want to be the best that you can be. Right. So, and if you see somebody doing something that you're like, I can do that, but I can do that better. Like one day I, I, I like, I, I was thinking about it and I was like, yo, like I watch YouTube. You know what I mean? I listen to music. I have my input. And I think I have good pointers. You know what I mean? And it was just like, let me try it. What's the worst that could happen, right? If you don't try it, you don't know what comes out of it. Um, and when I first started, um, it's it's had its ups and downs, right? Nothing's going to be perfect. Nothing, it's not going to be, you know, green grass all the time. You know what I mean? Like it's going to, sometimes it's, it's, a, it's a slow growth. This is the kind of thing that's a slow growth. Um, and how I see it is there's a lot of people that get into this and they don't push through the obstacles that get thrown their way. Cause right now I'll be, I'll be completely honest. I'm about to hit 7,000 subscribers. I'm not making money. Right. But it's one of those things where you do something that you enjoy doing that, that doesn't bother you. Right. Mm -hmm. Granted. Yes. I have a nine to five. I make money elsewhere. It pays my bills. And this is just my hobby, right? I enjoy doing something just like I enjoy playing basketball. It's something that I enjoy doing. Eventually, yes, would I like to do this full-time? 110% because it's something that I enjoy doing. And who who likes to be doing an eight to five if it's not your niche, right? Like if it's not your thing, it's not your thing. I feel like I'm the type of person to enjoy expressing myself and i can't do that on a nine to five i just can't i'm behind a computer i'm doing this hitting guidelines and call it a day and then at the end of the day i'm just like i know this is not something that i enjoy doing so you take the leap of faith to get into something that you actually enjoy doing and you have a passion for um just just take it with a grain of salt it's not it's a slow slow grower you're you're not i see i i, I do i do look at other channels just because from an analytic standpoint, you got to understand that, oh, what? So you, you, you always get in your head. You know what I mean? Like, oh, why do I only have 7,000? Why do these people have 50? And you can't, it, it's hard to not compare, but you do it, right? It, it's always going to be in your head. But it's one of those things where you just jump into it. You 
you know, just rip the bandaid off. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. I mean, it's something that you enjoy doing. If it's something that you can monetize later on in life and do it full time. I mean, that's the goal, right? Like you want to eventually do that. Um, as far as your second part of the question, I feel like me being able to explain and express myself on like a, for example, a reaction, right? I don't care if it's music. I don't care if it's, um, I just been, I, I just started dabbling into beatboxing. You think I know oh. anything about beatboxing, but the, like the family on my YouTube channel, they say, yo, Tanner, I think you would love this. Check it out. All right. I'm gonna go check it out. I'm, I'm open. I'm an open book. So if you want me to check it out, I'm gonna check it out. If it's something that I don't enjoy, you might not like it for me to say, oh, this is not my favorite thing. <clears throat> but, but you got to be able to understand that not everyone's going to like what you like and vice versa. So me, me being able to be open and ultimately like show my true colors because I'm putting myself out there for the world to see, not the United States, not New Jersey, not New York. You know what I mean? The whole entire world has access to my stuff. But understanding that I can potentially, right? I'm a small channel, but potentially get to a point where people either look up to me, enjoy watching my videos, tell me that, yo, Tanner, you made my day or yo, Tanner, I was having a bad day. You know what I mean? Like your, your content always makes me happy. That's the kind of stuff that I personally enjoy. And I felt like this was the perfect way to get myself out there. And like I said, it, I, it's still fresh. I've been doing it for a year, um, but I plan on just putting my head down and continuing. Well, look, you also a good start. A year yeah. in. Appreciate it. Something like you about to hit 7K. Yeah. You off are, and I was looking at some of the numbers. Some of them, some of the videos you hit 40K views. Some of them, you, you, you doing, you doing your thing for yeah. sure, for sure. Thank you, thank you. When it comes to the reaction videos, when it comes to the the songs, how do you go about, what's your your decision process, your thought process when you choose which songs to react to, when you choose whether or not you take on a suggestion from the family, like, hey, go check out beatboxing. How do you go about that process and like, all right, I'm gonna post this this week. I'm gonna use this song, right? How do you go about that process? So first and foremost, obviously, as far as the content that I, well, as far as the music that I enjoy, that's something that I know exactly what I need to do, right? If one of the artists that I listen to normally drops something, I'm on it. If it's a if it's an artist that um, someone recommends and I have no idea who it is, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna do my research. Uh, typically, what I do is uh, I'll look them up if they say like, look at this person and this song, like I'll Google them, and I, and if they say rapper country, um, Korean artist, beatboxer. That way I know ultimately what the content I'm about to do. Cause in my personal opinion, I don't want to just do anything, right? I don't want to just put content out there because, oh, it might be the right thing to do. No, I want to do something that I enjoy that way that allows me to connect with people. You know what I mean? I don't want to just pull it out the air and be like, oh, you guys like this? Let me check it out. You know what I mean? So um, there's also, you know, a little caveat to that, right? If it's something that I'm always open, right? 
so there's been there's been instances where this was early on in my uh my youtube journey um one of my boys recommended an artist um <laughs> and when i tell you bro it was nothing i ever expected it was i couldn't even tell you what genre it is it was like hip-hop but the man wasn't saying lyrics he was making noises as a song i swear to god bro if you want to go check it out i don't remember what the artist's name was i think it was like literally his i think his name was 645 ar if you if you haven't seen the video go on my channel look it up i swear it was the funniest thing i've ever seen but see that's the funny part of it people recommend stuff and you're like you know what let me let me take a look and then it's like where the hell have i been like i how have i not heard this because this is funny so you got it you got to take it with a grain of salt if, if if people give you suggestions look into it do it do an honest reaction don't the type of person i am i don't like to sugarcoat things if i don't like it i don't like it if i enjoy it i enjoy it i'm going to express myself regardless if it's a good thing or a bad thing um i'm not going to belittle anybody obviously that's just not my, that's just not my my character but that's just one of those things where you you get suggestions or youtube has a crazy algorithm they'll show you like top trending videos right if it's something that i see in a top trending and i want to be able to like for example if it's an artist or something that you know whatever a current event or whatever the case may be it's something that i want to that i just read the headlines and it, it interests you let me let me check it out so that that's basically the the breakdown of how my mindset goes as far as how like my content is displayed and, and found. Makes sense. Makes sense. One piece of advice you would give to content creators. Don't give up. Like if you start, don't give up. There's, there's been times. So when I started my YouTube journey, I set my, I, I put it in my head saying, I need to put a video out every single day. Mm. That was my goal. A video a day. That allows me to, if I'm busy on a Wednesday and I can't get to making content, I already have something posted. So it's like something that's not delaying my, my posting, right? But everybody, life is crazy. It's not all peaches and cream. You know what I mean? Like that's how I started it. And there's been times where I've been, my, my regular nine to five exhausts me to the point where I just don't want to do anything afterwards. Like there's times where I, I don't even have the energy to go to the gym and work out. You know what I mean? So if it's come to that point, if I'm not physically able, I'm not mentally able, and I'm not going to just put something out there that I don't feel is right. So I feel like you're going to, you're going to run through obstacles. You're going to, it's a slow grower. And that's what a lot of people, that's what stops people from continuing. They see slow growth and they want overnight success and they just stop. And then everyone's like, God forbid you take a hiatus on in the YouTube world. Your followers are going to be like, no, he doesn't, he doesn't really care. Or he likes to take three weeks break, or he likes to take, you know, post every two months, try to be consistent as possible you know, with the asterisk on side, on the side, you know, we, I know life is crazy, but be consistent. Don't stop. 
just put your head down. If it's something that you enjoy, just keep doing it. Because at the end of the day, look long-term. If that's something that you want to do long-term, you're not going to give up, right? So that's probably my best piece of advice. Yeah, that's facts. And the thing is, I don't think people, I've been there, you don't realize people that you watch, people that you support right now, what they didn't just start like that. Exactly. I was listening to Jalen Rose podcast with Wallow267 and Gilly. They was doing before everybody everybody loved millions of dollars worth the game. They were doing that for 10, 12 years before it even got to this point. Wow. Yeah. Like I think people in this society, we are all at some at some point guilty of we want the microwave. We want it to be again, perfect example. They was doing that. Same thing that you're doing. Wallow and Gilly started off just doing YouTube videos, not getting no money from it. Just giving out game. They just they just now in the last two of the years are actually getting paid for the work. Yeah. Why? Like I'm watching your page and I see the amount of videos you posted. You mentioned it like yeah you got a nine to five, but I tell people all the time that especially our entrepreneurs that's doing their own thing, the consistency is the money is going to have to come at some point. It may yeah. not be the ends, it may not be the building, but at some point you gonna get something out of this because of the hard work and the, the consistency you're putting into. Exactly. So I, I wouldn't be surprised at any point. Next thing you know, you out in the middle of Maldives Island chilling because we'll tear it unblown up. Like, <laughs> but, I wouldn't be surprised. But that's exactly what, like, that's a good point because it only takes one. It takes one piece of content that might just go viral. So now your 7K turned to even if it jumps from 7K to 18K, one piece of content could change your entire life. So take that's that with a grain of salt. It, you put your content out. If it clicks, it clicks. If it takes a longer period of time to click, so be it. Same thing with, um, and I will we'll transition. I'm listening to, to Corday. Corday decided to really go all in on music. Yeah. When one videos had a million views Cordae was like oh I bet I'm really done with college now I'm not <laughs> that's it I'm out of here same same exact thing one of them one of them hit can change your life that's the life changer right there changer. what is what's next for you what 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 are some of your goals of how you see this going like what's next for a typical tanner so i think so like i said uh this kind of content stuff is a slow grower and then if if something comes about and it pops great but for me now i have that mindset to say this is not an overnight success you got to take the time you got to put in the work nothing comes overnight end all be all goal. I want to quit my job and I want to just do content hundred percent. And it, it, it's funny because there's, there's the, like these, these meme videos all over social media that say, Oh, I just quit my nine to five to pursue my entrepreneurship, but I'm working 24 seven. You know what I mean? But it's one of those things where 
yeah, you're working 24 seven, or if you're not working your eight hour shift, you're whatever, 14 hour day, it doesn't matter. You're working more, but it's enjoyable, right? You enjoy what you're doing. So people got to, people got to understand that, that it's something that you enjoy. Um, so eventually lo my long-term goal is to be a hundred percent a content creator. And if it, and if it comes down to the, to the point where, you know, people want to, you know, God willing, you never know, um, by me doing this YouTube, uh, reaction channel, um, Hey, if I can start vlogging eventually, I don't mind that, man. Like it's something that like, it, it's something that I enjoy just putting myself out there and expressing myself. So if it, if it's something that, you know, people enjoy, why not? Exactly. Um, as I previously said, though, I don't see that ever being an issue. It's just a matter of when. So I, I think matter of when. Transitioning with the quickness segment, we have it every time we have a guest. It's basically some rapid fire questions, whatever comes to your mind, your personal answers. Don't worry about, oh, if I say this, they, they, yeah, they're going to drag me. Nope. Just ever your personal answer. Drag me. It's all right. <laughs> First one, what's your go-to meal? My go-to meal, bro, I'm a, I'm a big fast food person. Uh, I get, my girl makes fun of me all the time. I get Chick-fil-A way too much. I just can't, that spicy chicken sandwich deluxe is top tier. I can't get enough of it. So that yeah. if I'm hungry, I'm going straight to that. Chick-fil-A is that spot. Yeah. And it was funny you mentioned Chick-fil-A. I got to ask this from one of my co-hosts, Greg. The Chick-fil-A sandwich or the Popeye sandwich? Which one was better? Chick-fil-A, 100%. Popeye's? Okay, so I'm a big spicy chicken, just spicy lover in general. I love mm. spicy foods. So I can tell you, uh, you put apples to apples together, the deluxe sandwich from Chick-fil-A is hands down better. Reason being the Popeye's chicken sandwich. The only thing I'll give Popeye's the upper hand is their actual chicken in the sandwich. That piece of chicken is huge. That's the only, and, and Popeye's chicken's chicken is good. Right. So, so that's the only thing I will give the upper hand of the Chick-fil-A sandwich, but it's so bland, bro. They had, they had like two pickles and a, a smear of like spicy sauce. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> so that's why I give the upper hand to Chick-fil-A hundred percent. I'm with you. I'm Chick-fil-A. My man, Greg, on the other hand, yo, this is the best sandwich I've ever had. Like, yeah, he tripping. He tripping. <laughs> Greg, you tripping. <laughs> TikTok with a Instagram, rank them from favorite to least. Instagram, TikTok, Twitter. Mm. I have all of them, but it's that's that's the order for sure. I've had some people they they like Twitter over Instagram. I'm more Instagram and TikTok, me personally. Yeah, I mean, I feel like for us, for some, certain people, it's different. For content creators. That's your go-to. Twitter's cool. I feel like for content creators, Twitter becomes a an option for communication to be involved. So, for example, on my videos, I have my handles at the top of my videos, right? So I have like my Twitter, my TikTok, my Instagram. 
my Instagram is more of a personal thing. You want to check out my life? Follow my Instagram. See what I'm doing on a daily basis. You want to follow me on TikTok? That's where my content is mostly. And then Twitter's more where you can communicate with me. Like, ask me a question. Give me a suggestion, a recommendation, stuff like that. So they have their own areas of what benefits certain people. So I feel like because you and I have that same list, it's because, you know, we, we're content creators. So it just makes sense. I think Twitter is just good for personal aspect. Like if you just right. talking to your people, you saying some wild stuff on there, you Twitter after dark, then cool. If you're just using it for that, cool. But Twitter's yeah. a crazy space, bro. <laughs> I don't know, man. That's, that's probably one of the reasons why I stay away. Because Twitter gets... Twitter gets dark quick. I try to keep Twitter on a minimum because that's probably out of all the apps, one of the most toxic places. Thousand percent agree. All the apps. The only good thing that Twitter does definitely has over all the apps though, that's our news cycle for us. Correct. That's going, you're going to find out what happened to this musician, to this basketball player long before ESPN, CNN, hip hop DX before any of them get it. It's going to be on Twitter first. You want something trending? Twitter. Go straight there. Exactly. We knew about Ukraine, Russia war from Twitter. Like, that was... Yeah. <laughs> that started... It broke on Twitter, like, to give context of how Twitter really be breaking news, which yeah. is kind of weird. It, it's really weird to me. Crazy. These people, CNN, ESPN, Hip Hop DX, you got the Ebro Morning Show, Twitter still... Has undefeated. <laughs> they undefeated. <laughs> we already know. For those that don't know, we have typical Tanner Gaming also his YouTube channel. Give me your favorite three video games. Oh, that's tough. Um, that's tough. All time or just maybe right now? Right now. Okay, so I've been I've been dabbling into. I've been a huge. I've been a huge Call of Duty fan. Um, How I feel about Call of Duty right this second is different than how I felt about it a couple months ago. Um, They they transition maps, and it's just unsettling for a lot of people, and people don't enjoy it. I'm one of those people. So I play it less now, believe it or not. Um, But I do still enjoy it because I can get online, play with my boys, you know, hear from some of my boys that live in Florida, some of them live in Houston. So it's more of like a, a bonding time as well as enjoying playing. Um, so I would say that um, GTA is fun. I, I just most recently got into GTA. Um, and I also play that with my boys. GTA is not something that you can play by yourself, honestly. It's a, you might, you might play it. You'll eventually get bored of it because there's not much to do on your own and it's fun seeing other users real time with you especially if it's your boys um so that you know you can mess around with other people so gta um this last one's tough because as you already know i'm a big football fan a big basketball fan but i cannot stand nba 2k madden because they do not change anything I couldn't tell you the last time I bought a game. Bro, that's too funny because I this was not a part 
of my question list at all, yeah. but it, it just came to me. Specifically, the gaming era, right? Not even talking about Matt and the 2K because you already mentioned it. They, they don't change nothing. Repetitive, too repetitive. What do you think about these certain games and gaming companies that don't actually progress the game? Is it because in some instances they don't have viable competition where they feel the need to have to improve the game? What do you think is the factor into that? I think that's a big thing. Um, I think that's a big thing. There's not who, who comes out with NBA games, right? 2K. I don't even know. Do they come out with live NBA live anymore? I have no idea. I've seen they trying they're trying to reboot it, but but it's, it's it, they have no competition. Madden, you can't come up with. They used to have back in the day, uh, like a two K version of Madden. Yeah, and those were good. I don't know why they got rid of those, but um, I think it's one of the things where they don't have competition and they just hey we're making money anyways. Why why put more money into it? We'll change a little thing. Bro, it's the same thing with Apple users. Apple don't change a thing. And I buy every single new Apple phone. So it's one of those things where it's like, you're you're so used to it and there's no big difference in like change. But for avid sports fans, it could be as little as like that, the updated roster or like the, the, the added, maybe, I don't know, some certain aspect of the game that they change. That might be like, yeah, let me check it out. And then there you go. There's 60 bucks out of your pocket. And that just, think about it. Millions of other people doing the same exact thing. Um, I feel like that's one of the biggest things. Because I, I don't know if you're familiar. Um, there's a there's a game that's, that Call of Duty Warzone, I wouldn't say copied, right? But the whole Warzone aspect, with, which is like the, the, the 100 people in a one game, Basically, you want to try to be the last man standing. There's a game that was called Players Unknown Battleground. It's called PUBG. Mm. I, used to, I used to play that before Call of Duty. And that was the original Warzone. The reason it fell off is because they did not put the money into the game. There was faults. It was laggy. Uh, rendering issues. Um, just overall issues in the game that would upset you to the point where you're like, I don't want to play this anymore. Call of Duty now came out with a war zone. No one plays that game anymore. It's all Call of Duty, which is crazy. Because if you don't stay on top of your stuff, especially video games, you might you might lose out. But for the NBAs and the Maddens, they're just going to continue doing what they're doing. <laughs> I can't wait. Hopefully, hopefully they bring back Fight Night or all. Oh. Those were fun, man. I need that that back for sure. And yeah, I, I feel I'm not an avid gamer due to the time that I have spent everywhere. That's stupid thing we got a nine to five. Yeah. But I felt like other genres, which is why I tried to get into other genres of gaming, they're always trying to improve something. At least if it's not something major, it's at least, for example, two or three things. NBA and Madden. They and that's it. If anything, like they're literally they're the compilation of iPhone. Yeah, you can't tell me the iPhone didn't know ten years ago how to put a third 
going there. They just dragging it along. Like they been knew how to do facial recognition and all yeah. that. They if it's just, not broke, don't fix it. Ex- exactly. Xbox or PlayStation? Xbox. Xbox, okay. I'm a PC user now, though. PC user, okay, okay. So I transition. Yeah. Oh, you a real gamer? Because I know I'm a real gamer now. Gamers, gamers, they on they on PC. Yeah. You're into basketball, also. I've seen it. We've played together. Who's your NBA champion this year? Hmm. I'm gonna say all right. So my top two teams that I think are gonna are gonna win. Between Milwaukee and Miami, I feel like those it's it's going to be one of those. Who do I think gets over that hump? I think I think Milwaukee does it because I don't see I, the teams in the West are good. I like Phoenix. I like Golden State. They're both very good teams. I just, I just don't, I just don't see. I don't something about Milwaukee, man. Something about Milwaukee that they just have some dogs on their team, that the heart will get them past whoever they need to play. Like they have that, like that grittiness. Like you're not, you're not beating me to the ground. I'm gonna beat you to the ground. And so they got, they got the chemistry over a lot of these other teams. That's true. They added, they added on like one or two pieces. Everything else is pretty much the same. Giannis, in the regards of a superstar, has no problem going to the free throw line now, unlike some people. It's a game changer now. He has no problem. Even if he goes one for five, he's going to shoot the three, so you have no choice but to respect it. Yep. You have the same with Miami. The thing you just mentioned, they both are gritty teams. that are, They're built for the playoff time. All right, see me in the playoffs. Exactly. You're not going to, it's going to be a dog fight. Dog fight, 100%. Four times to beat us four times? Oh, nah. Good luck. Good luck. And if you happen to beat us, we helped out the team we got to face next. We exactly. Gonna, we going to drag you. Exactly. All, all seven games. Who's your MVP? Ooh. That's a difficult question. Um, man, I really like what John Morant's doing. I really like what John Moran's doing. To be honest with you, I feel like you take John Moran out that team, are they as successful? I don't think so. I don't think so. And in this year, he's going crazy. This is this is like last year he was doing well, but this year is like a, on a whole nother level. He like he's just plateaued to a different level. I feel like you have to, especially if he gets his team to a certain level, I think, I think stats wise, how he's just carrying his team. I think, I think you have to give it to him. I think I'm rocking with John Morant. If they end up in a top four, top three team, guarantee you have to give them yeah. in the West. And I throw in the mix too. I don't think he's going to get it. But another player, like you said, that's been carrying the team, and I don't know if they're as successful if he's not on the team. DeMar DeRozan in Chicago has reinvigorated himself. Yeah. Good boy. Yeah. Good boy. Because they tried to little, they tried to experiment. They, Zach, 
And Vucevic was there last year to end off the year. Wasn't much that came from that. Yeah. You had DeMar to that team. Of course, Lonzo helps Caruso, which is why I think John Morant gets it, though, because he got less help over there. Correct. Who's his number two? Like, a legit number two. Yeah. Jerry played well, yes. Desmond Bain is shooting the three well, yes. But you don't have a legitimate two. Exactly. So John Morant is built completely different. I think so. I think so. I agree. Does LeBron James retire as a Cavalier? Wow. I could see it happening. I could see it happening. I could see. That's a tough question because I feel like he, he feels so at home in L.A., but Cleveland is his home. Right. So I feel like to end his career, I see I see that I I, I wouldn't put it past him for that to happen, because who doesn't want to retire from their hometown where they just created themselves? So I see it happen. You see a lot of you see a lot of football players doing that, taking a one day contract or NBA players taking a one day contract or 10 day contract, retiring, not even playing a snap. You know what I mean? Like. Just, just to say, I retired as a Cavalier. I think I don't. I wouldn't put it past. I think he would do it. I think so too, and I think he'll actually play a couple of games. Really, okay. honestly, because they draft Bronny. Ron already said, "I'm going back." And I think, even though he's doing his thing, I still think he wants one more ring at least. Oh. How them Lakers looking? Not ain't, no, ain't no ring coming there before you retire, my boy. So please, for the sake of those that love you, LeBron, get out while you can, my boy. And yeah, Cleveland has better mix. Way better. Do. But who do you give up to get LeBron is the question. They're going to have to give up a lot of pieces. I'm Young hope, pieces. I'm hoping – He's able to, because I'm pretty sure it's tough on him with how the season is going. If he could hold out one more year and then go on free agency, that would be best because we've seen LeBron mess up the chemistry and the, the yeah. team. The Lakers were able to keep and didn't have to trade the young pieces for Anthony Davis. I think we're talking about a different Lakers team. All right. If he actually wants to win, just wait one more year and then go to whatever team, even if it's not Cleveland, go to whatever team and free agency, that way you keep the structure of the team. That makes if sense. they trade a Darius Garland, if they trade Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, forget it. You're going back to the same thing. What I'm and saying. You're getting, you're getting older. You're as good as you are, as great as you are. You need the youth. Exactly. You need, you need that. Yeah. Five people should tap in with that they might, might not know about. Say that again. You broke up in the first part of it. Five artists that people should tap in with that they may not know about any genre. Let's see. So the one person that comes to mind in the hip hop game that I was put on when I started YouTube, had no idea who this man was. Well, two, I got put on to two and they, they uh they're in the same i wouldn't say group but the 
there's a there's a artist called One Take Timmy. Never heard of him. Never knew anything about him. And I was doing a reaction. I got a recommendation for someone to be like, yo, Tanner, check out One Take Timmy. You like bars? Go check him out. This, his whole entire songs are filled with bars. So One Take Timmy. Never heard of him. I looked him up, did a did the my very first reaction to him. When I tell you, bro, you don't see artists like that anymore. Mm. That that can like every verse he has has multiple bars in them, and you're just like, did he just say that? Like it's 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 it, he's an artist that catches you off guard because let's be real, the artists right now, mainstream artists, they're cool. But come on, lyrics wise, bro, there's no one out there. There's no one out there like the joiners, like the old school M's, you know what I mean? So just to have that breath of fresh air of people that actually come out here with the lyrics, um, I feel like that's, and believe it or not, I think he only has like 20,000 subscribers, something small, something small. So he's definitely an artist that I think over time, he's going to blow up. That's probably my number one. As far as other artists that... I feel like the artists that a couple of years ago that I was listening to that now are big and popping, I don't necessarily know artists right this second that I can say, like, go check them out. They're new. They're going to pop. Yeah. Right. But as far as artists, like when I used to li listen to Giveon a couple of years ago and I was like, yo, Giveon's tough. Give him a couple of years. Right. Uh, Giveon was definitely uh, one of those artists. Um, one take Timmy, obviously, right now is one of the artists that I would say, if you're a big hip hop fan, lyric fan, go check him out. Um, and I also got put on to Montana of 300 when I started my, my YouTube journey, but he's been out for a while. So I had no idea who he was. So that's definitely an artist. You probably heard of him, but if you haven't go check him out, if you guys are definitely, definitely into lyrics, those are probably the top two guys that I would say go there, but be ready to listen. Cause you'll miss, you'll miss a lot, but those, I would say as far as two people go, those are the top two that you guys should go check out. If you don't know who they are. Last one before we get you out of here. We have no desire to go back to this, but if you are in quarantine, right? <laughs> three movies or shows that you are watching or repeat. Three movies or shows that you just got on repeat. No problem. You can watch it over and over and over. All right. I'm not a big show person. I'm a, I'm a big movie person, but there is one show that I watched. And when I tell you I binge watched until I finished it, Breaking Bad. Mm. It's funny because I, I don't, I, it, movies do more for me than shows do. Mm -hmm. So this whole Netflix thing, like I was never a big Netflix person because it's like their movies are okay, but their shows are great. So I, I, I a couple, probably like five, six years ago, I dabbled into Breaking Bad. And when I tell you I was hooked, I'm sure everyone's seen Breaking Bad. It's like one of the greatest shows ever. 
Right. So that's the one show that I would definitely rewatch and I wouldn't get sick of. As far as movies go, um, big eye robot fan. I wrote, I wrote, I robots a good movie um, from start to finish. It, it, it's always got like, it's got you always thinking and you want to know what's going to happen next. Uh, I robots one movie that I would say I would continue to rewatch. I'm trying to think of my third. I can't think of a third right now, but if you go through your list, I want to know what your top three is. Cause you might yeah. be like, cause I feel like we have a similar liking and I'll be like, Oh yeah, that's something good that I would watch again. Nah, breaking bad. My wife put me onto that. Yeah. But breaking bad. Nah, that breaking bad. Crazy. All all time, all time, top great favorite. Even yeah. when we pose, I'll be looking confused when people don't be voting breaking bad. Yeah, that just, it'd be hurting my heart seeing that. <laughs> I'm going to probably throw in some comedy because you got two good options right there. I'm going to probably throw in some comedy in mine. I'm going to either throw as the last one, Chappelle Show, or the Boondocks. Okay. Uh, I'm a big Chappelle Show fan. I, I want to – I'm in quarantine. I want something I'm going to think about, something that's going to keep me locked in. And make and you laugh. Laugh because I'm in quarantine. I ain't got nothing else. I can't go outside. Give me something to laugh. Chappelle Show. It'll get you through it for sure. Chappelle show. man yeah Chappelle shows good i wish i wish Chappelle didn't fall off the face of the earth for a couple of years for him to continue because dude he was his shows were so funny so funny yeah i just wish he whatever space he was in he just you know was continuing his his hilarious shows but dude that every every little episode that he comes out with you you will not not laugh. You're gonna laugh every single episode that he comes out, with. and that's man, tough man. to do. And it, like you said, everybody's laughing too. Every single person in the room, yeah. Is, and the thing that's crazy is like what you said with music. Watching it now, going back on it, it just so you appreciate, brother, artistry and how he made stuff happen. And absolutely before his time, the skits like that. We from that you get Key and Pill. Yeah. Which isn't as good as Chappelle show in my opinion, but Agreed. during that time, I, I wasn't old enough to understand it, but during that time, that was groundbreaking content Absolutely. out there. Like yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I we, yeah, from, from what I remember, um I yeah, I didn't see anybody else doing what he was doing at that time. And everything that came after it, all exactly. the, the shows we have. All the skit shows, even we got the, the new shows that try to add comedy into it with Trevor Noah. Like, it's just not the same. It, re- it really isn't. Yeah. <laughs> well, yo, appreciate you for hopping on. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule to hop on with us. Again, typical Tanner on YouTube. Make sure y'all go subscribe. Y'all check them out. Typical mm-hmm. Tanner, check them out. Especially if you're in the video games, check that out too. But y'all know the vibes. If you stay ready, you don't got to get ready. Bench mob, we out. Peace.